Coming at you from Handsome Headquarters here in sunny Los Angeles, California. I'm Lee Sanger Golden, and you're listening to me talk on the internet. All right. I am joined remotely by a scholar, a social scientist, and our ambassador to Gen Z, even though <laughs> you are a millennial. Dave. Yeah, basically. Hello. You are my oldest and my dearest friend from childhood. And uh, we no longer live in the same town, which is unfortunate. But you are now out in sunny Chico, California, right? Right. And... You were telling me the other day that there was certain people who were still being still unsure about whether or not there was a a virus going on or how serious it was or something like that. Oh yes, I mean there's all all okay. types of the the spectrum here. I mean, I, from my looking at the internet, like people that I used to live with, like you and and or you know in the same area, um, and now you might be in different area areas, but still very like city and um i don't know like probably like liberal and like intelligent i suppose there's a there's a bit of a like age difference to consider here it's almost like a socioeconomic factor that i'm starting to get the idea of um because mm. you, you hear people around here are very uh, before all this stuff happened um certain people i knew who seemed like really good people and they probably yeah. are still like were very um what's the word like just not supportive of the homeless <laughs> like much more critical <laughs> Okay. Much more. Critical. What do you mean? Like, I, I want to ask like what, what they would mean by don't support. I don't support the homeless. Like what? You don't support the idea right. that they're homeless. We should yeah. just, I don't support homelessness either. You like, agree. Don't yes. have much sympathy for them or compassion. It's just like, ah, oh, these, these fuckers like rifling through my like garbage or like, look what they're doing. Like Ugh, that person sucks. And I'm just like, okay. I mean, it's still a person. Like, you know, and yeah. I will admit, like this this town has a bit more of a of a uh, aggressive homeless person popula population. The individuals are aggressive. You would say, is that what you're saying? There's there's some homeless that are just like every other homeless. Um, but there are a few people that like roam around and like try to yell at you, or they just yeah. like in certain areas they'll like walk across the street constantly, like right in in traffic. Like they don't care. It's almost like, are you hoping to get hit so you can like sue somebody? Like I don't know what's going on. Like I have been yelled at by a few homeless people here and yeah. felt a little bit like scared, but like not, not really like nothing actually happened to me. And I definitely wouldn't like shift my point of view to being like, fuck homeless oh, people. Fuckers. Yeah. And, and people I feel like it has to do with the whole homelessness. Like, you know, the closer to it, like there, but for the grace of God go, I sort of, and these people I'm thinking of are just kind of um, working class stiffs, you know, working at like a liquor store for like many, many years and dealing with assholes. And so they're just like, to have somebody that they could feel like, well, I'm better than that at least, you know, it seems to be important to them. You know, it's, it's like, I can't, I can't judge you for it. It just, it's a sucky part of the whole dynamic. And, you know, that kind of, I feel like paves the way for what happened when COVID hit, because it's like, we live in a pretty, Aggie area, you know, agricultural. Um, right. It's a college town, but again, you know, once, once things got serious, uh, they, they shut down the college. So it's like, oh, okay. Now the yeah. college kids go home, et cetera, et cetera. So and that's a major it's source of been an agricultural town for a while. Yeah. But in terms of certain industries in town, I'm sure that's a major part exactly. of business, like all the restaurants oh. and everybody serving hmm. the kids, you know? I didn't even thought of that. Well, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, that's like the whole, the townies and the, and well, no, the, you're right. the, I mean, I the don't preps know, maybe coming because, in. 
Yeah, maybe because like it's just built into the dynamic anyway. There's always like yes. a three month gap. <laughs> so they kind of right. know what to do, I guess. I, but yeah, I actually hadn't considered that. Um, mm-hmm. We just had like an extended on university time, huh? Um, although, of course, right now it just it just wouldn't be because we're in the middle of July. So there wouldn't be. Yeah. Anyway, but we'll see what happens soon. Um, so, yeah, people are just a little more spread out and like, you know, especially if they're, like living on their farm or something like they don't give a shit. Yeah. And it's not about that. Yeah, you should not wear a mask. It's it's the same thing as like gun control. Like, yeah, I, I believe people should be able to have guns if they're out there with just like them and their cattle and their uh yeah. agricultural shit. Whatever, have a rifle out there. I don't fucking care. Have five. Just shoot your it's own I'm less concerned. shoot your own cows and corn or whatever. A bunch of guns around here, I'm not really gonna care. I'm like, yes. Okay. That being like, said, keep your fucking guns <laughs> at your your ranch and don't come into yeah. the Walmart. So you can't go into no, Walmart no. and wave the gun around. But and then you can't go into Walmart and take your mask off and scream the N word and run around and get right. on. Well, also that wasn't California, right? Because we don't have any. Con- you can't. You can't have open. T- is there? Open- Wait. I forget how that works, actually. Open container? Wait, what do you mean open? Oh, sorry. I was going to say concealed carry. And concealed, like, open concealed carry. Oh, yeah. and the- they weren't concealing their guns at all. They were actually doing open carry. And then I'm like, well, hold yeah. on. Actually, we might have open carry laws, but I don't know how that works. Mm-hmm. Open we, concealed you know? carry? What? No, you can't. In California? Yeah. Can you Did- carry your gun around in public? No, unless you're law okay. enforcement, you can't. I didn't think so, but I mean, yeah, okay. Look, so, I mean, there's designated places where you can go hunt if you have a permit. You can go to a shooting range and shoot shit. You can have your gun right. at your own home, I guess. And if some if, if someone comes in your house, you yeah. can kill them for whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. if you, if that's a situation you think you're going to get into. And um, then the other place you can have guns is out in the middle of fucking nowhere where you're not necessarily supposed to have guns, but no one is checking to see if anyone has guns. Those are pretty much the, the only places. So yes. So I totally respect their right to not have to wear masks because they are on a fucking farm. They shouldn't have to wear masks on their farm. They they can have their own little bubble. Uh, But when you go into town or whatever, when we're all together in a collective situation, you got to wear the mask. Yeah, when we're in a group scenario, like the store or whatever, you you have to, you know, don the mask. Because freedom not only means your freedom to be whoever you want, but freedom is my freedom to be free from you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Here here is the the crux of the problem. And it's just like, there's so much talking about this, obviously. And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, but, well, wait, what? Are you being sarcastic? You know, there's all over the internet. People are always talking about COVID. Okay. But, um, yeah, and then, so, yeah, speaking of, like, the, you know, these liberal elite, coastal elite douchebag cities, like the ones that I live in, um, there's a tendency among, in the, like, the press and the conversations to call people COVID-idiots. Oh, you're such a COVID-idiot. Oh, <laughs> which, I heard that one. <laughs> because it's dumb. It's just name-calling. Which is, sure. I thought, what we're all supposed to That's be like. Yeah, you see on one side people saying, like, you're all sheep. And on the other side, like, you're all fucking assholes or idiots. And I'm like, <laughs> to me, it's like, hello, we didn't really have, like, they always say on the radio, like, during this unprecedented time. Uh-huh. People don't really, like, pay A grim milestone. Means. If we go past like, one gr- more grim fucking milestone, I'm going to lose my mind. Today marks another grim milestone. Weird. Again, I have not heard Grim Milestone. Oh, I yeah. I guess the language differs by county and stuff. Um, but hell yeah, like the whole idea of where we place our trust, I feel like that's where it comes down to. Yeah. And of course, we've had arguments about this kind of thing before. Like, 
you don't usually talk about religion, sex, uh-huh. politics, because it'll start an argument and people are like, we don't have a good dialogue yeah. for the way we like misplace our trust. But this was one we did not expect. Like people, <laughs> you know, there were, there were anti-vaxxers and stuff. And sometimes yeah, people were that like, that didn't have too much you, of an effect. Do you want to use the, the antibacterial um, soap and, and hand sanitizer? Like, you know, I, I myself was like, hand sanitizer seems fine. I don't really like it, but I guess it's fine. And then, you know, now I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much like, I don't want to use it. Because, you know, a lot of us were like, oh, wait, actually, it kills the good bacteria. And the bad bacteria are the ones that survive the most. So it's like, I don't know, whatever, you know. And I think the main takeaway is it's better than nothing or it's yes. just water. But, like, just use soap and water if you have it. Um, yes, correct. And I remember that's kind of what happened when everything first started happening. To, it was like CBC. People are talking about washing From what I could gather, because, again, it's not like I – Nobody talks personally to the CDC. We have to get our information like from I the do. media. Or, I yeah, go to the CDC local else. branch but in the morning and I get their that, literature like, for the day. Yeah, it's not like people were like really giving different reports of what the CDC was saying at, at any given moment, really. So it's a little bit of like different nuances to it, but it's like, hey, they haven't said to wear masks. You know, everybody agreed on that at first. Like they didn't say masks. They said wash your hands, yeah. socially distance. Don't touch your face. And I was like, that makes sense. And that's what I did. And that's what a lot of people did. And <clears throat> I think when the mask thing turned around, that really ignited a lot of people's difference of opinions. Because, and here's, here's really the yeah. importance that I feel like, and I don't even know if anybody really like summed it up this way, but it's like, yeah, um, we said not to use masks because these things are used to like prevent you from getting sick from yeah. other people if you're like in a hospital or, or I guess Asia was already using it that way. Like if you know you're sick, like yeah. wear the mask, it's not to cough on people, but, but people were like asymptomatic. So it's not yeah. like you're more likely necessarily to cough and sneeze. So we didn't want to tell everybody to wear that. You know, I could see what they were thinking. They're like, um, why would you tell everybody to wear a mask? Like that? I don't know if that's going to help. And then they kind of realized like, okay, wait, there's a lot of people walking around asymptomatic. They're no. not really like, you know, doing the Be other careful. stuff we already told them to do. Yeah. yeah. So we might as well tell them to wear a mask because that way I've seen the auger samples. It's just if you if you cough, if you sneeze on someone, you're over. It, that's it. Like if you have it and you sneeze on someone, like ah. Yeah. And if you cough a few times, that might do it too. If you talk and sing or something, it didn't really matter. But that's well, unless it. you're I mean, in large groups, if you're in large groups of people talking and singing, you can definitely. That's true. Yeah, if you just keep doing it, yeah, like the, the whole thing that they're concerned about for kids. Like I'm not. I don't yeah. care if any of them cough or sneeze. Like the fact that they're going to be climbing all over each other on the bus, like saying yeah. things really loud and like eating snacks and spitting on each other there's no it's way like, no. it's a disaster yeah, exactly yeah it's a disaster so waiting to happen that's what i see it's just like and then but everybody points to that whole thing like oh my god they changed their mind and it's like a you know it's all a um, conspiracy etc cetera, etc cetera. Like, it's okay <laughs> yeah. to like change your opinion of what you should tell the public no they're the scientists they should know for sure i'm like Sure. Okay, and, and what you have yeah. to think when we say like, oh, do we listen to the CDC or not? Uh, people aren't directly reading the literature that's being issued by the CDC, right? The average exactly. person. We're yeah. seeing the chatter that's happening in, in the various news organizations and 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 uh, posts and blogs or whatever. The yeah. chatter about what they're saying. Mm. And there's always just that mist that people like need to sort of blow, push away before they. Is there any, that makes me think too, because I'm like, come on, it's like an important agency. I mean, during this administration, I don't really know. This is a valid question, but like, yeah. I feel like there should be a um, overseeing 
committee or like like some funds put into the idea that if somebody misappropriates like what the cdc says that like you will get in trouble for it but see okay you know, the, the media shouldn't have like carte blanche to just like communicate it any way they want like cdc is like hey we've got millions of dollars we'll fucking sue you if you don't put it in these bullet points or something you know like they really should do that if they don't well because that's the deal that we made for our sort of freedom our yeah. freedom has become a freedom to be stupid Idiot. and to self-harm. Yeah. And I know I'm not I don't do this to like name call any particular person. I just mean that this behavior in general, the fact that we as a society are just sort of like tacitly allowing it to occur, um, is reflective of that. So we need to evaluate why that's happening and uh fix it. Yeah. Wow, it's funny too. Like I just feel almost like tired after saying that like i've been waiting to, <laughs> to just put that out there in such a co coherent matter and I'm, I'm satisfied like there's a little bit of a weight off my shoulders like <sighs> good and i'm glad yeah. you think you're being coherent oh okay. i'm just kidding dude i'm just busting ah! your tries <laughs> i don't know i thought i was was i not okay no no that was great good. dude that's why good, I want to talk good. to you because we had, there's been whispers of us sort of having this conversation back and forth, but I wanted to yeah. to get together and really really hear it on the record. Yeah, it's and, difficult. Um, I mean, shit. The time I got my hair cut, and, and um, <laughs> I walk in there with my mask on because I think this was even after like like shortly after the the, the edict that we all it's a law now. Yes. California to wear it, and nobody was wearing it. Like not the hairdressers, not like like teenagers. Like the teenagers, I think, had their masks on them, but they weren't wearing them on their face they were just like jumping yeah. around and being impatient and so like i have my mask on but i'm like everybody like looks at me as, as soon as i walk in i just felt really weird and i'm like yeah you okay. got to figure out where you're you feel comfortable and i keep saying that this whole situation yeah is and i took it off you know yeah. and i told that to Sarah. she was like i mean it's through text but she's like don't ever fucking do that again that's the exact you know? opposite reaction yeah okay 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 Ah, I don't know um, like that's what I told the liquor store guy, you know, because he told me he was like, they put up a spit guard, like they made their own sneeze, okay. sneeze guard, whatever, you know, cool. like they built their own little like a wall now covered in sneeze and spit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And then as soon as they did that, it seemed like a lot of the employees like don't really stop wear wearing the mask. Kind of like, I, I, I'm actually not really sure. Some of them do, some of them don't, and I'm sort of like, what do you want me to do? But a lot of the customers don't. And I asked yeah. Gene, the guy I kind of have a rapport with, like when I first noticed this, and he wasn't wearing one at the, at the moment, and I took yes. mine off. And I was like talking to him, and I'm like, oh, like, so you guys don't really need masks anymore, huh? And he's like, no, we're, we're customer friendly, not mask friendly. But the hell I, I don't does even that know mean? how he meant that. I know. I don't know if, if that, at first I thought that was just him, but he didn't sound so jovial about it. He wasn't like, oh, we're customer friendly, not mask friendly. <laughs> he was just kind of like, he said it almost as if like, that's he was forced to say it. Told him to say it. Yeah. Uh, what do you know, think, man. Dave? It's so weird. But like, and I, and I thought about it later too, and I'm like, it's true. Because if you're driving and you're like, I don't fucking know, I just need some more alcohol, and you're like, I'm gonna go to that place that I don't have to wear a mask. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like it actually like draws more people in in a way, or like you know, yeah. Like these are the people who buy like lottery tickets all the time. Like God forbid you ever be behind somebody at a liquor store buying lottery tickets, Lee. It's like, oh, I thought I was in like a, a store where you like buy things and like, nope, all of a sudden you're like at a yard sale or, you know, it's like, ah, can, I get, can I get that one? And like, oh no, we're out of that one. Okay. Okay. I want to get this one. And then they like scratch it and they're like, aha, now I want to get more of them. I'm like, you, 
that's a, that's a different transaction. Get out of here. I've seen people pay the fool's tax. I have. Uh, and what it, what it makes you realize, it's not that it's a garage sale. It makes you realize, oh, any place, any time can be set up as a casino, a gambling opportunity for average people uh, uh, to just lose money, to just get suckled out for no reason. <laughs> it's like any I mean, opportunity. I mean, look at the places that, where do they sell like um, lottery tickets though? Everywhere. Like in places like stores or liquor stores. And yeah, for many people that Dave, that's, that's my like, impression at least. It's like, could you get yeah. it at like a grocery store though? Like, could you go to Safeway and get a lottery ticket? I don't and know, if dude. You do, are you like buying it from the person or is it just like a machine and you're standing there and like, yeah, no offense. It's just like, that's fine. Like, let the person fuck with their little machine over there, but get in line and like mess with everybody else. And I'm like, I hate you. Yeah, I see what you see. I see what you mean. It's like, uh, yeah, can I get the uh, the Texas Hold'em scratcher? Um, yeah. yeah, but then I want the I fold back, fold up scratch up. What kind of bread do you use um, on it? I don't know. I'm gluten sensitive. Do you have any gluten free breads at McDonald's? Like it's McDonald's. <laughs> well, that's, that's my wife. <laughs> no. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, dude. Honestly, like the one time I did win, my my mother in law likes to pay the play the pay the fool's tax. So there's been a couple of times where she's bought my wife and I some, some scratchers oh, or whatever. And I think I made five bucks once, but I was like, might have even been 10 or 20. And this is how, what a privileged douche I am. I'm like, I was too embarrassed to, to, to do exactly what you were saying. Awesome. So I just left it out in front of the store, assuming that like somebody, really? somebody would oh, find cool. it. Mm-hmm. I, oh, it's cool. Oh my, you know what, Dave, I'm basically, I'm basically Christ. It was a Christ-like moment. Right. Uh, I mean, it goes I leave, back. To, I leave for you the five dollar ticket. Yes. <laughs> wow. I'm real. I'm a that, real I'm a philanthropist, like, basically. Driving home from Save Mart, like with a bo- with a bottle of vodka, and like yeah. at six a.m., and I see some dude with a sign like "Need beer." And I'm like, should I just like hang this out the window and be like, "You like vodka?" <laughs> like I could just circle around and buy another bottle. <laughs> <laughs> but that probably won't really help him, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I think that they should just bring back. So there was that huge criminal enterprise around the McDonald's monopoly. And I think the scary thing about that whole thing is McDonald's monopoly to me and these scratchers and all these kind of little like these coupon gambling like games of life. These were the Mm -hmm. original freemium app, you know, uh, PayPal sucker applications of their time. Right. And McDonald's monopoly, I think, is actually, if humanity is going to continue um, with the same degree of economic inequity, we're going to see a situation where there's going to be lots of people that are just kind of living off of the monopoly money of life, the monopoly McDonald's of life. Really? Well, you think about it, like, there's all these little tiny, like, things and apps, and you take surveys and earn 30 cents at, at a time, and we're going to turn our life almost into like penny stocks. It's like, okay, if I take this survey and I get 50 cents, then I take the survey four times. What? That's $4 menu items at McDonald's, let's say. Does it work? I don't know, but I think that's what's going to happen. There's no other way I can see for humanity to survive. Jesus. For like, for, because well, even- you know what that would be? Have you seen that episode of South Park with the like, oh, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I've seen they were that trying one. to like, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> they were getting like little African kids to like go on the internet and like, 
you know, um, um, police people's like Facebook pages and stuff, and, like delete negative comments that were like shaming, like fat people, like Sylvester Stallone and somebody else. I can't remember some big booty like singer, and it was like, no, we want people to stop doing that. So it's like, yeah, they were like, you know, it it pays them a few cents a day, right? Like to yeah. to go and and edit this stuff and that's kind of the impression I'm getting. I'm like, yeah, I could see that happening like within our own borders. Like there's no need yes. to just talk about like an African, whatever. There's just like some white trash person living a few blocks away. Who's like living off of your money that you've spent at Comcast and blah, blah, blah. blah Cause they're like on free digital path internet and they're spending a lot of their time, like doing yes. surveys to try to jack up the reviews of particular places that you may or may not even give a shit. You like look at the yes. review of McDonald's. You're like, okay, whatever. I don't give a shit. Well, our, you know, all so these companies are, are, let's call them our, our corporate partners here in America, like McDonald's, have done such a good job of making money and turning this society into a consumerist society, right? Not a society about making food or trading for food, but about right. driving to different McDonald's in leased cars and buying yeah. McDonald's that's made. But they've done such a good job bilking us and taking our money in this consumer-based society that... They've sucked us dry. <laughs> and they realize that basing the whole economy on just a desire to buy their shit, but then cutting them such a horrible deal that now there's so many people, huge swaths of people who can't buy their shit. In their own well, greed, they've just destroyed their own customer so. base. So uh, in order for... There's still plenty of money out there. Like, I mean, it depends if, if like America, you know, if wherever you are, how it ebbs and flows but i feel like there's still plenty of people that have money and they can buy shit like you know right now too especially it's like i'm even among that a little bit i'm like i'm bored let me buy something you know i'm like yes. oh no i can't work like i wasn't working before this so, but whatever you know i'm like i'm more worried about like fuck how are the how is the stocks doing and then i actually heard that at some point they like rose because of how they stimulated it blah 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 and i'm like well cool like i have no idea i'm just gonna wait until the whole thing's over to even like take a take look a test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but but yeah it's like i feel like that's how it always is like there's stuff going on and i mean shit even during like world war ii like there were products being sold to the rich elite like although less of them um i mean i, I look for yeah, the like what i don't know i don't know too much about well the, like, i don't know exactly what I the don't sharper know image sure. of the 1940s looks yeah. like <laughs> well i mean yeah my, my only like real um snapshot is through like lighters for example oh yeah but that's what i like is that like i look at it and I, the more i know the more i can see how things like change during certain times and like for sure like during world war ii like in america and in england they like had these particular restrictions like all of a sudden a lighter for personal use couldn't be more than like 5.5 grams or ounces i forget yeah. <laughs> there's like a very specific number of how much brass you could have in it because that's what they're made of at the time mm -hmm. and um so you had at least all of a sudden there was this surge of like utilitarian lighters i forget what they call them like service lighters or something like that and they had to be like super duper duper simple and that actually changed like how that worked but of course during that whole time there were still like these other lighters that were being produced that are like garish as fuck and like you know made of like solid silver and gold and shit because it's like i don't know i mean they could like you could do it somehow <laughs> like i guess there were probably heavy taxes on them is that how that worked i don't know i don't know well well let's reset a little bit yeah because you just brought up something that is an area of expertise for you uh -huh. uh, which is the vintage lighters. let's bring ourselves back in all right 
I'm Lee Sanger Golden. I'm joined today uh, by a vintage lighter expert, uh, right. Dave. Welcome to the Dave. I've always wanted to do this. <laughs> Use Dave um, in quotes in the between your name. Like I, I, I am pleased to welcome David Dave Terry. <laughs> You're silly. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. So let's talk. Let's talk lighters. All right. No. Your, okay. Yeah. So how did you get into the lighter, the lighter repair and collection game? Um, I mean, to be honest, like I remember some years ago, like probably even in my teens or like throughout my twenties, I'd like, I thought zippers were cool, and I think a lot of people can relate to that. You're like, oh, look at this Zippo, but you have no idea how it works. You like put some fluid in it, maybe, and then you like forget uh -huh. even like. Why doesn't it, I think it's broken. Like, you know, oh my God. Um, and, <laughs> and I would always like lose them before, you know, I have it. Yeah, you had a couple Zippos. You had one that yeah, had, like I had a, a few an eight ball. You got them at Hot Topic. Thank you. Yeah, you remember shit that. like that. Exactly. Yeah, Dude, Hot I Topic remember every, brother, like, I remember every Zippo I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Well, yeah, come over to my house. You probably won't. Uh, the, the great thing about a Zippo is that, I mean, the, the Zippo is just your standard, like, american lighter yeah. it's a little like rectangular thing and you can yeah. customize it endlessly for your favorite sports team and you know it, it could have been a couple of whatever. different countries or companies sorry like there was parker i think at the time and like a few other like like even american companies that that might have been even around longer than zippo for some reason um, so why did zippo win out do you think well the test of time there's a few yeah i mean it's it's not even my opinion it's like people have already like talked yeah this. but it seems like one they were really involved with the war effort like they provided all of a sudden they stopped selling lighters they were well they were like enlisted by the government the government said hey you you're this new company you've been around for a few years you're making all these lighters like you think you could send those to like our boys because they need to smoke and blah 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 <laughs> and then they light like, nazis sure. on fire or yeah or like i don't even know if they had a choice they're like okay <laughs> Uh, but you know, they, so they is that why they were service lighters because they were using the service? Like, you know, because you would call your, your service revolver your, you know, right. your gun when you're in the service. So, yeah, would you have your I service mean, re revolver and your service lighter? And it might well, be a Zippo. They, the, thing, the thing is, you can tell lighters that were issued to soldiers during World War II by a particular yeah. finish, which is called Black Crackle. And Ooh. this black crackle is not very appealing. I mean, although uh -huh. you know, it's come back because people like it, but it's supposed to be super resistant to like moisture and shit like that. It's just this like, it looks like black crackly, whatever the fuck. It's kind of funny. So is so, that like, um, like there was a run of camera design. I remember like in the seventies, I guess that had like a black crackle on the, really the handle. I think if that's oh, cool. what, if that's what I'm thinking of. Probably. But yeah. Okay. I mean, this is interesting. I don't know what they make it of. Yeah. Yeah. Because finishes were one of the first thing that really drew me to Zippos, like, or lighters in general. Because at first it was just Zippos. I was like, oh, these are like the only lighter I knew besides a Bic, and it's made of metal and it uses like liquid and you flame. Um, and then I noticed, I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to just buy like a bunch of Zippos that have like stickers different on it. Different shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, what's the point of that? Like, but there are Zippos that have different like finishes like different mm -hmm. engravings or colors or whatever so i was buying a bunch of those and i got like 30 of those and then i was like <laughs> okay like That's yeah cool. i'm like i don't know like this is kind of silly what am i doing you know and i can't even find That's anything else cool to do. what and the I fuck else are we supposed to do 
anyone yeah, mad respect for anyone who just like collects <laughs> knives or lighters or just like any kind of just metal ass shit you don't have to explain it to me yeah metal shit yeah, is cool. cool we like it it's cool you just, you just always <laughs> gotta like monitor your like pocket book and like you know just what does it mean to you right but there, yeah, there are guys out there that spend like thousands of dollars on like single lighters and, and they have like huge collections. So I'm not, I'm like, I'm like in the lower echelons of the upper echelon. I have like an example of most lighters, but I don't have the like really nice examples, if that makes okay. sense. Because I'm, I'm more into functionality. Like if someone's sure. like, hey, here's the thing and, and I don't even know if it works and it looks like shit. And I'm like, oh man, I've been looking for a Thorin single claw forever. Give me that. Like, and, and I buy it and then I fix it up and I'm like, yay. Um, and that's to answer your single question, your, your earlier question. I think the Thorins is probably one of my favorite lighters. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like a spring, it's a semi automatic, like spring open um, kind of thing. And the wheel is exposed and it's just like, you can see how there's like three pins on the wheel and it just like turns a third of the wheel each time it opens. It goes, whoosh. <laughs> and it feels like a gun in your hand like i love giving nice. it to people I'm like here you want to try it and they're like bah! like because like it just snaps open you know um, so but, what should be my first lighter i give to my son and when do you think i should give him a lighter never i mean why i don't know i have a conflicting... i'm not gonna put it in his fucking crib <laughs> I no, mean, I like know. at some point no, i want to no, be no. like i'd rather hit be like son this is your fucking lighter than just like him finding some shitty lighter but that's the thing. It's like, what do you use a lighter for even? I don't fucking know. I'm going to go camping with my son. I'm going to use a lighter to start a fire. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you, you, what, Dave? What do you mean? What? what do you use a lighter for? To light shit well, on fire. I know. What is the reason why man, do you humankind. Need, right. Well, okay. Lamp lighters. Has conquered. It's because we do can we light a, shit on fire. Do we need somebody to go around and light the lamps like at night? Not anymore. Do you need to have a particular lighter to light your stove? Because you did up until like 1950. Nope, yeah. stove lights itself. Do you, I mean, I guess light your candles? Like, I mean, because if you don't, if you don't inhale burning shit into your lungs, which is not really healthy, but if your son decides to do it, then it's like, hey, you better fucking do it right. Here's a fancy lighter. Well, and I'll also tell you something, Dave. <laughs> Here's why. Here's why you need Give a lighter. Ronson. Honestly, I think the Ronson, like Ronson? your grandpa had. Yeah. This one? Dude. This one? Yeah. Is this a Ronson? Yeah, All right, so right. I can, I'll just give him this. All right, folks, I have a Ronson that says SVG. You're right. I'll just give him this one. Okay. Problem solved. It was grandpa's lighter. It was now it was grandson's. Now Whoa. it would have been his great, great grandson. It will be his lighter. That's beautiful. All right. Yeah, good suggestion, it. Dave. That's cool. All right. Yeah. Um, Why was that not yes. obvious? You would have thought of it. I don't know. It's sitting right here too. I'm a dipshit, and it matches all of your Mac what products. What kind of lighter should I give my son who isn't born and doesn't even need to smoke? Oh, I guess I'll just <laughs> give him my grandfather's lighter that I don't need either. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's just about having cool shit around. I want my son, you know, like What's you, cooler than something just that, like some yeah. cool lighters and shit. Well, and also, dude, it's part of our faith because as a as a Jew, part of what we do to celebrate our religion is to light shit on fire every week on Shabbat. It's our day of rest. Oh. which was last night, we have to light two candles, right? To be like, all right, we're resting. These are the lights that indicate we're resting. Everybody calm down. I What's didn't that? Know that. I didn't yeah, that's know what that. Shabbat is. The Sabbath. What? The Sabbath, Shabbat. Wait, you light two candles? and, and Dave, why do you think that we everyone chills on the weekend and not any other fucking day? Because they don't have to work. Yes, and why don't they have to work? Because according to some old guys, God said... 
Oh, <laughs> you can't work. Yeah. Starting from sundown on Friday, like, yo, don't work. Light some candles for me. Drink wine. Eat bread. And welcome the Shabbos bride. And so this is something, this is the idea of the Sabbath, which is, you know, like a holy day or day of rest or whatever. And other faiths have adopted this too. And um, in order to do that, we need to, God says we have to light shit on fire. Now, I don't know if I believe in God or any of this religious shit, but if there's an excuse every week to light some shit on fire, even in a world where we, we, yeah, we don't have to, we don't have to light things on fire to start the oven. We can have electric ovens or whatever. You don't have to have a lighter uh, to light a cigarette because everyone's just vaping. In a world where we don't have to light the lights, right? <laughs> there is still one fucking reason why I need to light the lights. And um, it's that my religion says that I have to have a lighter. So in some future scenario, they outlaw lighters because, oh, we don't need them. I'll be able to make a legal argument. Excuse me, my religion says I have to have a lighter. And then there's, oh, let's not even talk about uh, fucking Hanukkah, the festival of lights, motherfucker. We have, everyone thinks there's eight lights. No, there's also the ninth light, okay? The shamus. You know what the shamus is? You know what the shamus is? The shamus. There are four, we'll get to that in a second. That's Star Trek The Next Generation. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. Can I stop showing my kitty? That's a cute kitty. There are definitely four lights. Oh, the Cardassian episodes are so good. Wait, are those the Cardassians? Those are the Cardassians. Yes. You're right, it was. I met a a Cardassian, actually. Uh, Mark Bramhall, he played a Cardassian very briefly in an episode of TNG. Like, I think you only saw him on the view screen. Like Chris Cardassian? No. And yeah, this guy, Mark Bramwell, he's gay. I mean, he was in a couple other shows and movies. And then I was his understudy in a play once. Hmm. So I like, I knew that I was understudying for this guy. And I was like, oh, I wonder who he is. And I looked him up to see if I knew anything. And I was like, oh, you're a Cardassian on Star Trek. And he was like, yeah, I was. They had to, cool. I had to wear a bunch of dumb shit on my face. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just, he's like, I had to come in really early in the morning. Yep. And they put all this shit on my face. <laughs> <laughs> and they it's shot like, with yeah. me for a couple hours. Um, so anyway, they all fall lights. Like, so anyway, yes. The, the interviews. <laughs> so there's this thing in, in Hanukkah wow. called the Shamus. And you know what that thing is? It's a fucking lighter. It's a lighter. It's part of my face. So in the same way that during the prohibition, my peeps, we could still drink because it also says in our dumbass religion that uh, on Friday when we're not working, we also have to drink wine. And eat and carb load and eat bread. So, yeah. Really morning. So might as well take advantage of it. That's intersectionalism, baby. <laughs> what? It is? Nope. We'll be right back. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> talking, ah! on the, talking on the internet with a lighter expert, Dave. Hello. Um, so. What happened? We took a break? I we took a break. break. We took a long break, actually. It was great. Damn it. We smoked a cigarette. No, I didn't smoke a cigarette. But yeah, I do use a lighter. You know, it's funny. I have a nice butane lighter that's a, a real fucking torch. It's a Ronson. It's a Starfire. It's a Veriflame Starfire. Nice. And to refill it, you don't even need a coin or a screwdriver because you could use your hand. Oh, that's those, sick. You see those grooves? Yes. That's great. I have another, I have a set of lighters that are. They look like little muskets, like little dueling pistols. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you show me those, and you're like, I should send them to you or something. I'm like, yeah. I yeah, I mean, could you possibly, 
repair them? I mean, they were cool. Possibly. I mean, because if I think one of them might have been a petrol or are they both butane? I don't know, dude. You're the lighter expert. I just yeah, got them well, at a garage sale because they were cool. You know, petrol is a, is a Zippo and like it has a it has a yes. wick. Like, you know, yeah. Butane they serve an important as a whole. They serve an important purpose in my life, which is in, in my life, I don't think that there will ever be any scenario in which I need to duel. Okay. And if I did, like I would probably use, I would not use these stupid lighters, but I like the idea of having something around the house that looks like we have dueling pistols like ready dueling to pistols. go. So if someone comes <laughs> over and they're like, I like it. <laughs> they shit on from Russia with love or something. I'll be like, all right, motherfucker. I challenge you to a duel. <laughs> what if you had like actual dueling pistols? Like, you're like, look, dude, these fucking these <laughs> things have one bullet in them each, and it's it, we're going. It's like, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I really just want that to hang over my guests as they're in my home. Because you could probably just be like, I'm, just, I'm kidding, and then you know, I mean, if someone's crazy enough, they grab it and like shoot you. But who's gonna do that? <laughs> not my friends, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, well, you, you don't, don't you show don't... it to anybody too too suspicious. You're like, I I reserve this joke for when it's appropriate. <laughs> Do you remember when they show Captain Kirk's apartment in Star Trek 2? No. And I think 3. No, no, I don't remember the movies. Okay. I'm sorry. It's, you, it's you fine. I remember the movies. I remember the show. I remember the show too. But he had all these swords and knives and guns on his wall. It was like this great bachelor pad. It overlooked really? all of San Francisco. Why? He just had this sick pad. He just had, he's like, I got real estate in San Francisco. Good deal. But like, why did they do that? You know? Like, why did they... Put all these weapons on his wall, like because it's sick. Because if he had like a cool bachelor party, a cool bachelor pad in San Francisco, he would be the I mean, kind of guy that would have yeah. guns and sure. knives and swords mounted on shit. And what I, I was mean, trying I'm to the say last is, person that should be saying anything because, like, it's like me having a bunch of lighters and anybody yes. asks about it, I'm like, but you shouldn't smoke. Yes, that's bad. People used to do that a hundred years ago. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. like what? <laughs> it it is bad, <laughs> but they're cool. <laughs> So yeah, the thing about I, I'm not a gun guy. I don't. I'm think not going to kill myself with the letters. Exactly. I don't think that you should be able to like have a guns in an apartment. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Can't be safe yeah. with that. But I do like the idea of being a guy who has guns mounted on my wall to be just because it's cool. So yeah. that's the only thing. I I like having them in the home as a museum type thing. You know what I'm saying? So in the same and way that like you're not lighting like shit on fire, law, all time. Kinda, you know. What's that? It's like almost like an idea of like being above the law or like, like everybody else, but not me. Cause, cause I'm responsible. Oh, having a gun. Yeah. I mean, or the wall of it. And like, it's funny <laughs> you mentioned that. Cause even Kevin, I forget why, like we had an argument or something and he was just trying to like get my goat, but he like mentioned that as a potential thing. So obviously it was at least in his brain where he's like, Oh, this Shooting guy's out other? here like, no, like this guy's out here like endangering himself and the community by like with combustible fluids and, like blah blah blah, and I'm like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, because like, someone he said a that. A bit of a point. My friend, yeah, my friend. He said he that about weird. you because you have all these lighters around yeah. and all. Well, we were in an argument, and he was just trying to say well, something incendiary. To his credit, it doesn't make the building safer. No, <laughs> that there's lighter guy. In there. You know, yeah, and I'm like drunk and high, and I'm like, Ugh, I just bought a bottle of methanol. Oh. Guess what that is? It's race car fluid. Uh. <laughs> I was like, what? Like. Yeah, my closet's full of like a bunch of different combustible stuff because it depends on what you're using. You know, there's methanol, there's um, lamp, Christ, lamp oil fluid, there's 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 kerosene. I've In a shocking gasoline. development, Chico resident Dave Terry burned himself alive. In addition, Have I, though, 
murdering several other dwellers yeah. inside his apartment yeah. building. I'm not cooking meth because that's the thing. It's like the worst that can happen is I singe my eyebrows, basically. I mean, some of these, some of these butane lighters, they turn into like fucking flamethrowers when the yeah. valves like run out. I put butane in, and I'm like, okay, okay, retain butane. I try to light it, and it's like, <laughs> whoosh, like you know, like, oh, okay, that one doesn't work. Whatever, oh, man. like I, I just I can't repair those things. I need to, you need to go in there, unscrew everything, get new like rubber or nitrile or silicone O rings. You know, you could probably kind of figure out what I'm talking about. Little little O rings, little ceiling gaskets. Uh, rings that and, are shaped uh, like an O. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing. I'm in trouble visualizing it, but I'll go with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's an O. Is an O. It. They've been sitting around for twenty to thirty years. They, those like degrade and then you know mm-hmm. the, the 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 fluid the gas leak leaks out and and it doesn't work wow that's my story it was approximately uh 6 47 uh in the evening on saturday uh when the individual who had uh was involved in the incident uh when his body was found uh and he appeared to have many lighters in his home and included uh, uh, many com- combustible fluids in his home. And uh, we will conduct a thorough investigation, uh, but we believe it was the crazy lighter guy who lit the uh, <laughs> building on fire. <laughs> no, I stopped video because my phone's like 1%. What a fucking... Oh, shit. Do you, should you plug it in? Well, it's plugged in. Uh-huh. See, is it still charging? Because I have it plugged into a portable charger. I think it is. And that's the problem. It's just like, it couldn't keep up. <laughs> wow. Couldn't keep, keep up. Going. Yeah, turn that camera off then. I don't need to, I don't I need to see your yeah. yard or whatever you are. I know. So, I'm just sweating my balls off. Nice. <laughs> We're sweating our balls, balls off. We're sweating our balls off. We're sweating Jordan. our balls off. Bingo in the What? What you remember, like uh, Stewie and uh, Brian had a radio show for a little while. It was Brian's radio show, and it was like really serious. But then, really? like Stewie joined, and it turned into like really weird. And at first, Brian was like "fuck you," but by the end of the thing, it was. It was like, I say, hey, Brian, we're, we're dingo and the baby. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Doesn't he have a ponytail like, too? I think so. Yeah, I think like it's a weird sound effect from like fucking. I think it was like from Philadelphia, like Tom Hanks. I have AIDS. No, no, not Tom Hanks, but like who have the lawyer for Tom Hanks, like talking about AIDS, and and Brian's yeah. like, "What's wrong with you?" And Stewie's like, "That's not what it was supposed to be." <laughs> Brian, goddamn, I want to kill fucking. Do, do you not have chagrin for like um, what's his name? Seth like, MacFarlane. McDo. Yeah, because I feel like. That's that's my friend Lee. If, if I don't know what you're else. saying, Dave. That's my friend Lee. Like, Did you know that Lee? I'm just a performance art piece? I'm just a performance like, art piece by he's Seth, not any, Seth McFarlane. He's not any smarter or more talented or anything than you. And you made a bunch of jokes like that. Like, no. hey, here's some theater. And here's some, like, in-your-face humor. Yeah, me, like, I mean. Doing some voices and, like, but cool. Dave, you're, that's your whole career. You're ignoring one. You're ignoring one thing, though. What? And that is, I am far more handsome than him. Okay. And that, <laughs> that just led to you, like, being satisfied in sex. And so you, like, didn't go further down the, like, theater and, like, movie route. All right. I see it. No, I'm just joking. And I'm saying you're absolutely right. I'm, I am I know, actually, no, not I only am I <laughs> equal, <laughs> I'm better. Well, I also, yeah. re- hey, listen, 
Mr. McFarlane. I also remember Back to the Future <laughs> and other things. But um, I don't do well. That's why I had to stop list watching Family Guy because I was just like, oh, this humor is just too much for me. <laughs> it's like not funny. Thank you. Yeah, well, that's what I'm asking you. I'm like, it's yeah. It, it very quickly got like, uh, this is just my friend, like super drunk, and like, how did you get the money for that? Yeah, like, I mean, it was the funniest thing. Uh, Brian, <sighs> Brian is so. Brian is one of the great characters. Brian and Stewie. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the great well, combo that's, characters that's two, of all that's time. The two sides of of him. You know, yeah, of course. The rest of it is like him emulating like Simpsons or whatever. I like, say, Brian, wouldn't it be delicious if I turned out to be a homosexual? <laughs> like, like if he I haven't done the Stewie in years, I'm probably not like, that good. The, at it. Give me something to say, it's Stewie. Good. No, that's pretty good. I, Give me I something to say. I can't. Let's just read. You know what? Let's do. Let's just read Trump's latest tweets as Stewie. <laughs> it's Stewie. Mm. Mm. And then let's do. And then we'll. You know, we'll do that. And then we'll have delicious. Trump. We'll have Trump do. Uh, I don't know where I am right now. I'm like hedonism bot. Oh, pour the syrup on me, please. Okay, so I'm, I'm just googling Trump best tweets. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> best tweets. All right, here we go. <laughs> how often? Do, how often? Do, I hope somebody listens to this. Yeah, somewhat. So I guarantee several. Okay. All right. Here we go. Is Robert Mueller ever going to release his conflicts of interest with respect to President Trump? Including the fact that we had a very nasty and contentious business relationship. I turned him down to head the FBI one day before appointment as S. And this is boring. Let's, oh, here, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> that was really good, though. Like, there is I no collusion like, in the Robert like Mueller region. And it's like a little like deeper. It, it almost sounds like Stewie, like when he's in his thirties or so. That's exactly that's what, what I actually am. Actually, sound like yes, exactly. <laughs> that's and this is exactly what Stewie would be doing. I say I have a podcast now. <laughs> it's me, Stewie. Brian, you're Brian. Remember when he like up, Stewie. the future, and he was like, "Oh shit, Stewie, Stewie, I need to get Stewie." Yeah, basically, Stewie. Yeah, sometimes I, I just slip into Brian? Seth MacFarlane slash Brian. Because Brian is just yeah. Seth MacFarlane. In the same way Brian that... Brian is just... Brian is the, the Republican or... Like, I don't know. He's no, just, he's not a Republican. Brian not. drives You're a right. Prius. He's liberal. But he oh, talks well, there's like the a American dad character who is this, like basically the same voice. Wait, which one? <laughs> American dad. Oh, Stan? Yeah. I mean... Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> the American Actually, race. No, I mean, American Dad is usually funnier these days just because of the dynamic. But isn't, like, the alien just, like, Paul Lind? Like, what? Dude, yeah, the alien is actually not funny. Like, I think originally he was It gets funny, so obnoxious. Like, he's just, like, yeah. he's just like get this no, queen the, the out of here. The fish is better. Just, the <laughs> fish is, oh, the fish who's in love with the mom, the wife. <laughs> oh, he was for a while, yeah. I just, yeah. Yeah, this stuff's all great. You know, and Dave, this so is why, is. Dave, you, you know, it's why you're, like, older than me. But I always feel like you're Why more, you're, in, you're well, you're more in touch with like cartoons and shit than me. And I'm not saying that like yeah. Family Guy is like cartoons from like a long time ago. But I mean, I don't know what's like the what's like the main like cartoon, not cartoon, animated America? shit for like cool kids that's on right now. I mean, what Rick and Morty, I guess. South yeah, Rick Park and Morty. Still? Well, I mean, Rick and Rick and Morty's dope because it's basically it's just kind Doc of a and dark Marty. Time for like, um, yeah, it is. It's kind of a dark time for like American anim- animation. It's like, eh, we yeah. don't have a lot going on. Okay. Like, some of them are limping on, you know. They're like Simpsons and and <laughs> stuff. It's crazy. But, 
And then there's there's Rick and Morty, but like people are like so judgmental, and also it only comes out every like two or so years because they're they're trying to do it right. And SpongeBob died. Yeah. Well, and BoJack Horseman um, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah, I, it, well, I lost track of it. It was good. I mean, did I watch all of it? I watched most of it. It was interesting because it was like not a, it was not episodic at all. It was okay. A, it was an actual this... like you go along with it like a regular show but it's animated you know yeah okay yeah and that's that's something we don't normally do in america they do that in in japan but not here all right we're gonna do best stewie quotes as trump okay this is actually better when the world is mine your death should be quick and painless brian i think we can get john mayher okay to stop tweeting again (laughs) we all gotta work together Oh, it's up to you. With the hand motions, like, yeah. <laughs> little tiny hands. <laughs> oh, tell, tell Cookie Monster, okay, not to phone. Until he finishes rehab, all right? The Cookie Monster <laughs> is. T- <laughs> all right. <laughs> Here, okay, this is a quote uh, from Stewie. I don't know. Stop it. It's okay. too appropriate. So the, the actual. Can imagine all of these being actual tweets by the president. I know. It's so. It's perfect. And now, okay, so here's another tweet. Yeah, whatever. Whatever helps you sleep at night, bitch. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, I love what Stewie goes into that. I, I don't even remember what that quote sounds like, but I know that's what he's doing. Um, mm. uh, but yeah, <laughs> this one is the Donald. Yeah, whatever helps you sleep at night, bitch. <laughs> Lois. All right, here we go. Lois. Ma. Mommy. Mommy. Lois. Ma. Ma. No. Lois. No. Lois. <laughs> Ma. Ma. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Dude, that's pretty good. <laughs> what the deuce? What the deuce? What the deuce? You know, you Brian, know what the deuce? Kid actually sounds like that. She's like yeah. the personification of mummy. Mummy. She does it even better. Yeah. Okay. Mom. Right, here's one more. Mom. I'm gonna buy. It's. I'm gonna buy a cake when you're dead. All right. It's funny. I don't even remember these quotes, but I know exactly what his line readings are. I know exactly what he's doing. Okay, now we'll do that as Trump. I'm gonna buy a cake when you're dead. <laughs> Go do it again. I'm gonna buy a cake when you're dead. No, when you're dead. No, that was worse. That was worse. That was worse. That was worse. Just do, just do the same thing, but do it again. I'm gonna buy a cake when you're dead. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such when a dumb parlor trick. <laughs> it is. Dude, I miss doing the voices. I, I have lost the ability to do accents. I thought I had too, but then I realized I don't do I, it anymore. I well, realized my enough, voice just sounds like Stewie and Brian, so it's easy you to do. Do it right? Do you, do you never do it? <laughs> do I never? No, it's been a while. What do I do? Never. I mean, I do. I like to do just just Trump because it's just it's just funny. You know, someone will just be like, "Do you, do you want to get?" pizza and it's like well we're looking into it a lot of people are saying that <laughs> it's just too easy to fall into my wife and i just go into fugues like fugue states where just okay. for hours it's just like did you do the what? dishes I told you did. for hours i told you to do the dishes okay there's great dishes. There's fantastic there's fantastic dishes wonderful dishes there's great dishes over there you never do <laughs> the dishes and we're doing the dishes a lot of people are doing dishes but we don't do dishes we don't do a lot of dishes, but if we did, <laughs> we would do dishes bigly. 
That I could tell you. That I could tell you. Big let's <laughs> let's give it up was for she, Stewie. Give it up for she, Stewie. She does it too. She does it too. Yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah. Was it's she bad. in theater? But she was in show choir. <laughs> wait, what's that? Look, pitch Perfect, like that. Oh wait, that's a thing. I thought they just made that yes. up for a movie. Nope, that oh. show choir is a thing that <gasps> girls. I'm jealous. Some boys and, do. And shocked. <laughs> Dude, it's pitch perfect looks great. He'd be like, I want to be in that. Fuck my job. Let's go sing. <laughs> I saw the shine and it opened up my eyes. I saw the shine. Okay. You know what pitch perfect. Opened up my eyes. Yeah. Open up my eyes. Okay. It brought me to the light where I belong. <laughs> You're pretty good at that. I saw the sign and it opened up my eyes. I saw the sign, Brian. I saw the side. I saw the Brian. I think the only voices I do these days is just like silly, like I don't even know what they are. Like, cool. I saw the sign and it opened up eyes. I saw the sign. Women, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, all I really do is the dongles these days. I don't know. Whatever. Really? Okay. <laughs> I used to do Obama. That's all what we're the gonna time. do. You're gonna be. You're going to get, that's what I'm fear of. Like, if you get dementia, like, that's always a good question. I'll like, just start talking. You know, I'll be at yes. the, I'll, I'll be like, at if the. If you get uh, Alzheimer's, what will you be like? And you're like, oh, shit. I'm just going to talk like Donald Trump. And then sometimes it's like Stewie when I'm hungry. Right. <laughs> I'm just at Burger King and I'm like, well, I think there'll be a kind of deal on the 99 cent menu. Okay. I think we're really looking, we're really looking at a 75 cent yeah. max dollar menu item. And they and won't that's even know what you're doing. You're like, sir, what what is wrong with you? Like, I'm Donald Trump. Like, who? Like, our 46th president. I was our 69th president. Okay. Yeah, yeah, 69th. 69th president. We've been a country. Wait, We're celebrating. Our... Is? is he 45 or 46? He's 45. 45? Okay. 45. I don't know why I thought 46. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Because you don't know what's going on. <laughs> of course not. Who cares? I'm surprised. No one. I don't. I really don't. It's always do, embarrassing. But we shouldn't. What if we all looked away? Do you think like he knows? Mr. President, what president number are you? I think I'm. Am I? You know what? Well, I'm that's a very a, high number. You know, a lot of people are saying that my number's in the, the mid-40s. But like, what was I saying? I was like, back in the day. Oh, politics. I'd be like, I don't care about politics. Like, mm-hmm. um, and like, you're an ostrich, like burying your head in the sand. Like, you can't just not listen to what's going on. I'm like, oh, yeah? Well, fast Here forward to like, President 45. I'm like, people are listening to his tweets and it affects like the stock market <laughs> like within like a few hours. Like, yeah, there you go stop you know it's like there was a simpsons episode about this where all the like big signs like like became alive and they were like like it was a halloween special like we are killing people and blah, blah, blah. Like, large donuts. yeah the of and, it was, like, and i forget who wrote the jingle but it was like just don't look just don't look <laughs> just don't look and and homer was the last guy to stop looking he's like but the da-da-da. and like the homer don't look at him and i'm like exactly just don't look stop oh, looking man. at trump Oh, he tweeted something today. Guess what? It was so retarded. Uh-huh. We're just retarded. giving him attention. Don't. I'm like, you know, wouldn't that be an interesting day where it's like he, re- he tweeted something so retarded and like nobody <laughs> even retweeted it. He's like, we should kill all of the Jews. We should kill all even... the Jews. Well, most of yeah. the Jews. We need and a couple of Jews. What, we'll leave a couple of Jews left around. Everybody downvoting it and talking about it all day and blah, blah, blah. And, like, and then it starts this fire. And it's like, no, it'd be even better if we're just like, nobody even knows. They're like, oh, by the way, like a couple of weeks ago, 
Trump said, like, kill all the Jews. He did? I didn't even see that. Oh, okay, must have been a, it must have been a joke. Well, we're yeah, not going to kill whatever. all the Jews. No one wants oh, to kill no. all of the Jews. Um, <sighs> but but I, I do like the idea marches, of... Right? That's the one thing I kind of want to hear about because I've seen you. About what? Um, you've been in, like, some of these marches, protests? Yeah, man. It got a little... I mean, it got a little... Know. Got a little shady out there for a while, but uh, I think it's about to um, I think it's about to heat up again. So I think we're gonna have to hit the streets a little harder. I'm not sure. What, like it's around here, there's not really anything going on. I think I heard like maybe. Yeah, well, there's there not militarized. People. There's not militarized. I know, police it, in Chico. It, yeah. It, there's there's though? an army here, Dave, in Los Angeles. Uh huh. They're sending in federales, well, federal agents into Portland. They're scooping up kids, protesters, I know. throwing them in vans, what bringing them do? to courthouses. We're not in Portland. Like, should we go to Portland? Uh, no, I think lawyers need to be in Portland, legal ob- okay. observers, <clears throat> and uh, and eventually what we do in our community, right? Like, eventually, if, if eventually this, like you're unfortunately, in LA, you got you got a you got a protest, and if you're in Portland, you got to like do even more than that. And if you're yes. in Chico, if they, you, you got to just. Take a deep breath and like not try to like stir the pot. No, if they send these people to if they send these people to Los Angeles, I'll, I'm going out there. There's no way I'm not. Sure. Fuck them. Oh no, I'd love the chance to. Like, I mean, I'll if I don't get if I don't get thrown right. in jail and you know, That's then I'll try to sequester myself for two yeah. weeks afterwards so I don't infect you, my. You gotta like question wife. your own like you're like hey I'd love it they came here like Rah! you know it's like okay calm calm your titties there boy. I'd love what. Like, Oh, no, I mean, I just, I feel the same thing, or I feel like, I assume I feel the same thing that a lot of people feel these days where they're really frustrated and they see people. Good, and, and hopefully there'll be enough people already there that, that I won't even be able to get in. they want to do, and their reaction is like, you know, I want to fight. And it's like, yeah, I, I get it. Like we're No, I don't actually want to fight anyone, Dave, but we have to take to the streets and just fucking stand there. That's really the thing is, stand? and just let their brutality play stand? out. Like literally just stand. That's what everyone's doing. You literally so take back like, the streets. Lee, if I'm if I'm a cop and I do like a little like Larry Moe Curly thing and I like poke <laughs> you in the eyes and go <laughs> and run around you and like spray you with pepper spray and like you know like taser your sides, are you just gonna stand there or what? I don't know what. I mean, obviously, at some point, everyone will be provoked. At what point I would be provoked, well, I don't really yeah, know. I know, and that's the conversation. I think we should probably have. We could probably have it without <laughs> the physical altercation, couldn't we? I don't know. I'm just saying, dude, I'm not going to go. No, I'm not trying I'm, to go I'm fight anybody. I'm just you. saying yeah, if they send exactly. stormtroopers into the streets, we should all go outside. I'd love about... to. Do it. Bring and them hopefully... here. I will, I will throw punches. But since Dave, they're not, it's, it's not like I have the privilege of being able to like look back and, or like sit back and say, like, huh, what's, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, there's a lot of people, Dave, that don't have um, any agency over their lives, over the place that they live. Most people I know. rent a home. Most people don't have the means to control their own destiny, where they live, what they do, like what they eat like in a lot of ways. And they have to take like American public transportation. Which yes. And there's a feeling, let me tell you, if, you're, if you do not feel like you are the master of everything in your life, there's a feeling when there's literally so many people in the streets that traffic stops, cops, like if, unless they want to beat you on the head, they can't really stop you. And you literally just own the streets oh. of your own city. You stand where you, where you are and you say, this is who I am and you can't move me. And that is a oh, feeling yeah. of power that yeah. feels better than 
a lot of things. And we need more people to feel that. No, you're right. You should, you got to stand up when you feel like you need to, you can't sit down anymore. Yeah. You know, all my life I've, I've been warned about a moment like this, you know, the, in, in Hebrew school, it was always don't, never forget, never forget. I know. And right? this is the well, moment we, that they were explaining. We thought that it would, with that, but it's like, ah, it's appropriate. We, we thought it would take till like starship trooper times. You know, like Starship Troopers takes place in the year like twenty seven thousand or I mean, something. Yeah, I don't think like, it yeah, really in the is future. that time yet. This isn't really Glasgow yet, but like, I'd rather people be like, "It's Glasgow." Okay, but it's it's way closer to now. Afterwards. It's yeah. way closer to now than it is to Starship Troopers times, which I think is like the twenty seven hundreds. So, so my point is right. that like we thought, oh, in the in the in the future, Nazis will be back, but it will be yeah. bugs and aliens. And it was like, oh, no, Lord. like there's stormtroopers like in it's the just streets. More Nazis. THXX. <laughs> I mean, like whatever. I I don't know exactly uh, what to describe it. It's just stormtroopers, not Nazis. Whatever you want to call right. it. I mean, well, just whatever. like robot. I mean, it's fine. robot people. The problem fine. is dehuman. It's dehumanization. It's dehumanization one way or the other. We dehumanize. Well, that's what we had anyway, right? How were people Nazis if they weren't dehumanizing themselves? Isn't that the whole like? That's why you sent so much, so many psychologists studying it, and being like, "How did this happen?" Because we said, we said originally, like, "Oh, the Germans and stuff, and the Japanese are like no. evil people." No, they, that's what we thought. That's what we thought. No, and they did studies. That's what we thought, and that's and we did studies, and we were like, "Oh, wait, it, it, <laughs> people in power actually like tell you to do something that you don't want to do." You'll do it because power structure and that yes. flipped everything for a fuck. I mean, that was controversial like 50 years ago so or 60 years ago. Well, know. a lot of post-war psychology, which frankly was designed around uh, figuring out what the fuck happened during the Holocaust. All of that stuff like Maslow's line and the, uh, the Stanford prison experiment yeah. or the yeah. what's the Ghostbusters one where you shock people. But it's actually just judging oh. whether or not you'll shock people if someone tells you to. I know. It was the opening like of Ghostbusters is that experiment. Yeah. yeah so yeah, there's yeah. all of these studies, these <laughs> Philip Zimbardo nut jobs who are shocking sure. people and telling people okay. to look at lines. And they're just yeah. trying to figure out how the fuck people can become concentration carp, concentration yeah. camp guide, guards to become <laughs> concentration, concentration carp. <laughs> <laughs> They were I mean, studying that's a, no, that's a good how analogy. people could become just, concentration camp or they're guards. Like huge things depending on the environment they're in. Yes. <laughs> like concentration camp. I love Philip Zimbardo. Philip Zimbardo accidentally Mary did the greatest Jane. experiment. Oh, Philip Zimbardo accidentally did the greatest experiment of the, the 20th century. The, well, the post-World War II. Um, I guess so. Because got people talking about it, and, and and it's not his actually. It's the experiment that we the experiments on him. His actual experiment on the kids is, in all sort of practices, in all terms, a, an absolute failure. Because if, but in terms of us doing an experiment no. on him as the failure. concentration camp copper, it's a, it's a, an experiment. And if an experiment, as long as you're observing it scientifically mm. which they claim they were but like of course there's always like problems with that <clears throat> if, if you get really unexpected results yes that's that's well, still a, that's okay. like an uber success <laughs> well look, look, this is what i'm trying to say but i get what so, you mean this is what i'm trying what to say yeah. the stanford prison experiment is the most important experiment to emerge in the sort of post-war 
uh, effort to figure out in psychological terms how the Holocaust happened, right? I can't really argue that. Yeah. And what it, I mean, the one I, that's the not shocking, even my opinion, but, but, but the one with the shocking too, like the shocking too, but this like, is so on a grand scale, so intense. And what it, yeah. and all that it proves is exactly what we're seeing right now, that once you put a uniform and give power to a person, once you put a uniform on a person and give them power, you immediately provide a pathway towards dehumanizing both anyone around you and then those around you, uh, they dehumanize you. And I think that Zimbardo probably knew this going in. Have you ever heard of the um, and, studies or commentary about the fact that like people notice race, of course, sure. but if you, put, if you put uniforms on those people, they then notice the uniforms before they notice the race. Yes, but correct. Depending on the gender of the people, they'll notice the gender before they notice the uniform. Mm-hmm. Such a weird construct right there. If you right. Think about it. So Zimbardo immediately, uh, his experiment uh, just descends into the, well, okay, let, let's, step, let's step back. He was experimenting on like uh, the behavior of prisoners and prison guards. And his plan was two phases. He was going to have one phase where all of the kids, uh, half of the kids were, were uh, guards and the other half were uh, the inmates. And these were volunteers, probably a lot were students, right? Oh, he was going to switch it around? And then he was going to switch around. <laughs> I don't even remember that. He was going to switch around. Whatever, man. And yeah, he figured no, that, that was... this would be very Come civil. Come on, you can't do that. You can't. And That's immediately... After they I mean, like gave the these guys powers, we saw exactly what happened in, in Jonestown. Yeah. Once Jonestown, right? what's that? Yeah, it's Have terrifying. And it's, God bless uh, his well, girlfriend. It's somewhat terrifying considering the fact- Scares the shit called. out of me, Dave. It's like, it's like, I mean, I saw that as a, as a high schooler and, and shortly after I was a college student. It's like, I can't really imagine college- He was playing with that. fire. So it's, 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 it's genius. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's I mean, genius. I'm still one of those psychologists who's like, God damn it, like, you can't do that just because, like, it might cause irreparable psychological harm to the person. Like, yeah. But well, by their own, they did it to themselves, God damn it. You know, like, yeah. I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm kind of one of those people, but whatever. I, well, I, I do, I duly acknowledge what the harm it caused on people. I mean, yeah, like but it was worth yeah. it, right? Like it's important. I mean, I guess <laughs> like it's so. an important yeah. study. But we're not but supposed it, to do that. It's just so funny that he didn't even before they even had a chance to get midway through. It, it went out of control. They were torturing each other psychologically and physically. And his girlfriend, bless her heart, was like, "Phil, because yeah, not exactly. only had the kids gone nuts, but he had turned into a crazy martinet himself." And what he didn't realize is he was doing sort of gonzo psychological research and that he himself had become the subject of study. And that's what I was getting at at the beginning. Not that his, not that what we learned was a failure, but that the whole part about studying the kids was kind of a failure because it just, because they hurt each other. But the real success is Phil Zimbardo, the megalomaniac, the insane sort of utopian genius trying to figure it out. He I mean, he became his own that. little baby Hitler, <laughs> and his yeah. girlfriend was like, "Hello, hello, Phil, snap out of it." 
and it was during yeah, some like, party. Shortly after he like married her and he became president of the APA for a while, which like I don't know. It's a mess. It's a goddamn mess. Yeah, it's not a it's not a <laughs> Stanford message that was wow. learned, but you could argue that like that is the message we should learn, you know. <laughs> Like, anyway, whoa. I'm obsessed with that. Yeah, and then the really? so then the Maslow's oh, yeah, line. You know, I forgot his name. So. Yeah, Phil Zimbardo. And then Maslow's Phil line, Zimbardo. I think, was there was two. You'd see two images of lines. One was like I clearly, know what it, No, I'm explaining. I'm explaining this to right. someone who's potentially listening. They okay. show two lines. One line is maybe 12 inches, and the other line is maybe 16 inches. I think it was actually the Ash line study. The Ash line study. Okay. Yeah, I forget what Maslow's experiment was. That might have been the shocking one. Yeah. Yeah. But Ash, because so, I remember Ashline. Ashline. Ash okay. Yes. Ash. So Ash was the the name of it. Anyway. So there's there, there's two lines, right? One is clearly lo longer than the other, and you line up six people, and everyone in in the group is a plant except for one person, and then the 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 scientist or whatever says, okay, which line is longest? And all of the plants go, it's that one, and they point at the shortest one. Until it gets to the person who's actually being experimented on, and they're like, "Oh my god, my eyes are telling me that this li this line is clearly longer." But all of these people mm -hmm. are saying that the other one is longer. And I mean, it, I forget how many, but most of them for sure. A majority of people, yeah, just assumed yeah. they were crazy. I would, I and would they just went along like, with okay, the I guess. It's I guess it's yeah. that one. Well, you can't say that you would because now, now we live in a post-Ashline experiment no, but, age but, where we're we all looking to be tricked. And that's what I do with the mask. I'm just like, oh, yeah. I, I, people around me are like, you should wear it or you should yes. not wear it. I'm like, okay, exactly. whatever. And this <laughs> is all this is all psycho psychology 101 <laughs> shit. So anyone who knows anything about psychology is probably like, oh my God, Lee is such a blowhard. But as we look at all of these studies that we did, post-war in the psychology sector to sort of figure out how did this happen? How can people behave in this manner? Uh, right. we, we basically, they proved it, that it didn't take the Germans. It wasn't the Germans. It wasn't the Nazis. It was a specific set of societal circumstances that you could set up and test on your own that produced this fascist behavior, if that's what you want to call it, this dehumanizing, industrializing right. behavior. And... Basically, we're seeing that play out. We're seeing um, it play out right now in Portland with these stormtroopers marching in and these like brave moms putting on bike helmets and standing in the way. Uh, and they're threatening to do it in other cities. So we have to, um, even as we realize that those people in those stormtrooper helmets, they're humans too. And we ourselves cannot dehumanize them because of the way that they are presenting themselves or trying to dehumanize us. But how do we, in the face of all of this, remind them of our humanity? Um, right. Hmm. And in this way, I feel like it's interesting the more you dive in. This is why I stay out of politics in a way, mm -hmm. because it reminds me. And it's, there's actually nothing wrong with like looking at it that way, I think, and using that language. But it's not yeah. how I would approach and to do that, I would have to, so I'd have to like take what I think and like put it in like words that I didn't think were the best ones. And then people, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like lost in translation kind of like the way so many people are Democrat, like what is being a Democrat? What is being a Republican? Blah, blah, blah. But anyway, um, I don't want to go too spiraling out of control because I did have thoughts on that. And I feel like, I mean, 
you got to think about like, what, what is the problem or what's the thing you want to accomplish? Like there's an action or something and then get it done. Or I don't know, mm -hmm. like, <laughs> I guess I, I, I'm reverse engineering it because I'm thinking um, I don't have any problem. Like, like, I don't really have cognitive dissonance, like thinking about those people as people. Like I know yeah. there's tons out there and, mm -hmm. and there's even like people that don't do anything with their life either. And like, what is that? That's only, almost a different kind of, waste in a way you know we yeah. always focus on on the bad people actually though no, we do kind of say that they're like pe good people who stand by and do nothing but again we're still focusing on when there's a bad thing happening we're not even yes. talking about how about good people just doing more good things you know whatever like get up feel good about yourself that, that's yes. positive but um i think yeah, that's so I, um... I just separate the behavior from the person yeah like yeah like and there's there's a lot of behaviors that are just unacceptable and even if a person is embodying that behavior and you're like oh i respect you and everything and you know if you've got to fucking like hit him over the head with a bat at that moment you got to hit him over the bat or hit him over the head with that like, i mean make sure you well that's the thing like you probably won't do it you, you wouldn't like you wouldn't hit a, hit a cop on the head with a bat or like spit on a cop for no reason unless you were no. doing it because of his humanism like if you're doing it in response to his action yeah. why would you need to do that like i don't know like actually i recently saw that one where there was like the disabled dude right mm -hmm. Getting and uh like wearing a red shirt you see that video i did yeah yeah and of course you know it's just like well that sucks you know and i don't i don't even know what was happening at first i'm kind of like what the heck because to me that would be the ultimate like i need to know what's going on yeah but from well, we jump in and on, comment without context so much when we see these crazy videos yeah. so, people, so i don't want people's people, outrageous behavior <laughs> But my, my out of context reaction was like, oh man, like, what are they doing to the, this guy in a wheelchair? Like, they gotta not do that. Um, but then he like, they knock him on the ground, you know, and like, ah, oh, like assholes. And then he like scrambles and reaches for one of the cops' batons. And that's where I'm like, well, hold on there, buddy. Hold on. You're not even trying to like protect yourself. You just want to like make a scene or like hit the cop back with his baton. And yeah, you don't even you have use of your legs. What are you gonna do? <laughs> He's almost like no offense. I don't mean to be that guy, but like, I don't know. It sounds a powerful like, message to me. People are pulling their card, you know, and that's like kind of pulling your card. You're like, I can't. I'm disabled, so I could do this. Like, no, you can't. You can't do that. Like, try yeah. to argue that a white guy, like knocked on the ground, could grab a, a baton or something. That wouldn't help either. Nothing's gonna help if you reach for an officer's weapon. Nothing is gonna help you. Hey, man. What's the point in having a hand if you're not going to play a card? But see, here's the thing. Here's my response to after that, though. That's just, that's kind of like when we tell, like, women to, like, have their keys in their hand like this. Or, like, yeah. we, we black kids to, like, you know, put your hands up as soon as you see a cop or whatever. Yes. Because I'm like, a cop shouldn't do that. Like, seriously, if, if somebody's reaching for your stick mm -hmm. and there's five of you around and, and he can't use his legs, like, how much is he really going to hurt you? Like, did, he, did they really have to respond like that? No, they're just doing that not. because they got to show for it. So, yeah, actually, this is a great thing to unpack because it's like both sides here are like trying to show their force. They're like, look at my humanity. Yes. I don't know. And it's like, yes. whoa, back up, back up. But we can't back up. So I don't know what's going on. Well, I mean, I think you're asking the right questions and that's all we can do. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I know, grew up thinking police should be and in the best circumstances are knights. And knights. <laughs> Yeah, I know, and it's not even. Yeah, until but think of what knights were. Knights were combined. Knights were connected to feudal I society, know. right? Oh. And what we're seeing right now is a feudal society, where yeah, the sort of fiefdoms are these these corporations, and yeah, right. they're protected by both private security 
and by cops, knights. You're absolutely yes. right. They are exactly no, right. knights. Yeah. knights. You think yeah. of it's samurai. You want them to be Jedi knights. <laughs> you know? Well, there was one Jedi knight who decided he was going to go. Oh, visit yeah. I, yes. Well, you could definitely look at the whole thing of, um, of Star Wars as being like a whole uh, treatise on police brutality. I mean, you could, mm. you could definitely say that George Lucas called it. I mean, you look at THX 1138. And you look at those early Star, Star Wars pictures, and uh, in that post-Vietnam, post-Chicago 68, those were highly subversive movies, the way that they portrayed uniformed people. And he basically uh, correctly predicted that that sort of uniform, the stormtrooper, whatever you want to call it, would become right. a tool of oppressive societies. And we're just seeing it, it play out right now. And I only hope, maybe George Lucas will save the world. I only hope there's enough kids who watched Star Wars and saw the descent of the clone trooper, how the clone trooper started out as this noble thing there to defend the galaxy, to work hand in hand with the Jedi Knights to have a great galaxy. And then they descended into the stormtroopers that we saw. Oh, in the Empire. I forgot about stuff. I mean, I didn't so, pay attention to politics in the, the other movies because the movies were weird, but. Well, there's nothing else to pay. They're so <laughs> dumb that you have to, to come up with something. So, you know, that's why. Uh, I, I am in both in the group of um, I'm both in the group of they're the worst movies ever and also like they're the most genius movies of their time. But I don't think we'll solve this all tonight. But I thank you for uh, offering your humanity, your opinion, your psychological expertise. Um, that's that's all I'm here for. I like to thank discourse. you. Well, that beep you hear is my dinner prepared. So Perfect. thanks for joining us, Dave. Uh, Thank I appreciate you, you. Anything you wanted to plug? Anything last you wanted to say before we close out for the night? Um, uh, what was that thing that uh, Jerry would always say? It's like Jerry, love yourself and each other. Love yourself and each other. Okay. Yeah, I actually, actually like that. That's great. Actually, I do like that. Yeah. Um, can you give me one sign off that I really want to hear, which is roll that beautiful bean footage. Roll that beautiful bean footage. All right, now give me an uh-oh. <laughs> Actually, you know, I'll do roll that beautiful. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'll do roll that beautiful bean footage and you do uh-oh, and then we'll call it a okay. night. All right. Okay. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Uh-oh. All right, one more time. This time have some fun. Have some fun with it, okay? All right, take two. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Uh-oh. <laughs> all right, all right. Once more for the money. It was an old joke. Dra drag it out. Okay, drag it out. Play with it. Okay. Lyrically. I want to hear a lyrical reading. Okay. All right. Take final take. All right. <clears throat> Roll that beautiful bean footage. Uh-oh. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it. David, <laughs> Dave, Terry, talking on the internet uh, with us here. I hope you join us again in the future. This was a lot of fun, my friend. Yeah, I like it. All right. I'd be down. Well, take care of yourself. Thank you. Take care of yourself and your 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 brother and all your pets and all your your and all of your creatures in your home, and uh, you know, bye con Dios. May the wind be at your back. God bless you. See you later, man.